Welcome to the Smarty Podcast Series from Charlotte Smarty Pants, where we focus on all things parenting. We talk about everything from education, health, travel, beauty, fashion, and more. Join in on the discussion at charlottesmartypants.com. The Smarty Podcast Series is produced by Charlotte Starroom, Charlotte's premier boutique music development and corporate video production studio, and the best parties in the QC the pop star music video parties, and professional voice lessons in a studio. Also amazing content creation. Check them out at charlottestarroom.com. Hi everyone, this is Jen Plum with Charlotte Smarty Pants. Thanks for listening. Joining us today from our Smarty Health Corner experts at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, also known as Senta, is Dr. Jewel Graywood, an otolaryngologist from the Uptown office. Dr. Graywood specializes in cosmetic and functional facial plastic surgery. He also provides a variety of services, including rhinoplasty, laser skin resurfacing, Botox, and cosmetic fillers. Thanks for taking the time to join us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. And we're excited to pick your brain. Yes, um, let's do it. Let's go. So let's start out. We want to hear about your background. Like, Tell us how you got started with ENT and facial plastics. Yeah, so for me, um, getting into this field of ENT, I really enjoyed the head and neck in medical school and just being able to take care of those patients. And the physicians that I worked with were some of the happiest that I worked with, loved their lifestyle and the fact nice. that they could help people. Within the field of ENT, there are various specialties, and funny, and, and two things kind of pointed me in this direction. One, I took a course on rhinoplasty, and I was like, wow, you can do all sorts of stuff with uh, the nose, not only functionally, but cosmetically. Yeah. And then I also realized that I really loved putting people back together more than taking them apart, and so some of the other specialties, for example, with the head and neck cancer and other things, they're taking them apart, but putting people back together. And then just being able to educate people on simple things they can do to help improve their um, health and rejuvenation and so on. So that's kind of how I got here um, through University of Florida and undergrad. Go Gators. Go Gators. Uh, <laughs> undergrad that. and med school. Um, and then I also did a fel- I did my residency in Philly, kind of been all over. Did a fellowship in Minnesota. That was a cold year. Oh, and wow. Then, uh, big change. Big, big, big change. I worked out in California for a couple of years. Nice. Then actually was up at Maryland, at the University of Maryland, teaching in academics, and then uh, moved down here for a private practice. Um, just family and and change stuff. So, um, How long have you been here? So we've been here in Charlotte about three years. Okay. Um, and I've been at Charlotte Eye, Nose, and Throat the entire time. And when I started nice. there, that was the one of the goals was to help build a um, facial plastic type service line, especially in the uptown area, which is where I'm located. Right, you're in yeah. uptown. That's right. That's great. Well, um, okay. Well, let's dive right in. Let's talk about. Let's bring it to the basics, but talk about skin health and um, and go from there. Like what. What are the factors that affect skin health? There's some things that we don't really think about that we're doing mm-hmm. to our skin every day, aside from sun. But. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we've all heard, or many of us have heard, the skin being your largest organ on your body, so you mm-hmm. want to take good care of it. Uh, one of the most common questions I get asked is, uh, all right, um, what can I do to look better if I had to do something very simple? I always tell people a few things. One, um, drink plenty of water. It's not overrated. Just keeping How your much? Skin. How much are we supposed to drink? Oh, it depends on who you read. I, I would say at least a liter of water a day okay. is what I try to drink every day. Yeah. Um, but staying hydrated. The other way to gauge it is if you're not going to the bathroom and 
or hate to be too graphic, but if it's not clear, (laughs) if it's not clear, then you're a little bit dehydrated. Yeah. So hydration is good for your skin. Um, The other thing is sun exposure. That's the big habit, especially um, for me growing up in Florida. That was something that um, people did a lot. And it doesn't matter how dark your complexion. Sun protection is very important. It's one of the um, biggest things that affects your skin and how it ages. Um, aging has to do with um, three main things. You, your skin loses what we call as its elasticity. So the ability of it when it stretches to go back to where it was before. Um, if someone could find a product that puts elasticity back in the skin, they would rule the market on <laughs> cosmetics. Yeah. Um, there's also gravity effects and the sun can actually um, exacerbate some of those and make those a little bit worse. And then we all um, are aware of things like sunspots and wrinkles and fine lines. Those are all the other things with the sun. So basic skin care involves um, washing the skin, cleansing it every day. You want to moisturize it at the very least. And then you want to do sun protection. Those are probably be the three things as far as the skin. Starting in like teens. Starting right? as early as you can. Yeah. And with sunscreen, um, again, people ask, well, what should I get? I say, um, and I think it's true, the higher the number, the better. And it doesn't have but to doesn't be. doesn't it max out at like, you know, it's more of a marketing thing at like it. Yeah, once you get past about 50. So okay. if you can get up to 50, then yeah. that's great. Anything going above that, it just means you have to reapply it less. So you could use 30. It just means you have to apply it more often than if you were to okay, use so it's not 50. marketing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, putting uh, sunscreen and and those are probably the three main things that I would um, say are important as far as the skin. What about, okay, so here we are. We, we missed all that, you know, my age. Um, so how do we, where do I get started or where does one get started, um, to like reverse some of the damage we've done? Like what's step one? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's the word, I guess would be called rejuvenation. Um, and that's to try to help heal what has already been damaged as much as we can. And then moving forward, care and maintenance, so really the first step um, is getting on a good skincare regimen and taking yeah. care of your skin, particularly, and I'm, again, being a, a facial plastic guy, I'm talking about the head and neck and the face. Um, from a reparative standpoint, one of the um, first things you can do is uh, what's called um, Retin-A. So there are different types of topicals out there. Yeah. There's retinol and Retin-A, and the main difference between the two is how they work. So if you get it off the shelf over the counter, it's a retinol, and that just ha- that's going to take longer to work because it has to get converted into the actual active product as it gets into your skin. The prescription strength, Renova, Retin-A, Tretinoin, those um, already come in a formulation where, where you put it on the skin, it works actively. So that, if you're not on a Retin-A, really is, a, is, a, is a good <laughs> product to use. because it and Retin-A. For, Retin-A. And, and for that's all, a prescription base. And that's a prescription, okay. correct. Um, if you buy the stuff, on, again, if you buy the stuff over the counter at Ulta, um, it'll have Retin-All. But, and you, if you use it long enough, you'll that, see an yeah. effect. Um, I'm not seeing an effect. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had a few things done, like a few, like um, – Peels and anti-aging yeah. things like that, which I want to talk about too. Yeah, but, yeah. but um, I feel like it goes back. Like 
Maybe it's just me. Yeah, it's, it's think of it as foot on the brake, foot on the gas at the same time. Once yeah. you do the reparative, then being really diligent about the sun. Right. And then, again, being diligent about um, some of the maintenance things that you can do. So apart from Retin-A, vitamin C is also good for yeah. your skin. Um, there are several products out there that have vitamin C um, and their serums that you can use. Um, there are uh, different skin line and skincare lines that also have light peels in them that give you that light peel every day. So the more you can increase cell turnover on your skin, which okay. just means new skin coming up, um, the fresher and more rejuvenated you're going to look. So those big one hit rejuvenation such as a peel like a deep peel are, like are going to do twice that twice a year you do that like twice a year correct okay. those are going to give you that big pop but if you're for something maintenance and routine is just getting on a really consulting with someone to take a look at your skin and see is it dry is it oily is it normal um what is the biggest issue is it fine lines is it sunspots does it need more um uh plumpness to it and so those are all the things where getting on a good skincare regimen is the basis for all these other things we're going to talk about yeah so let's let's and maybe i'm going to back up i'm going to talk about acne too because mm-hmm. we've got a lot of moms of teenagers and or people who've had damage so talk about the um you know teenagers who s- present with acne what's the best plan and then moving into you know, some of the more intense treatments that you offer. Yeah, acne being very common, I think one of the first things I would do is, um, honestly, because I'm not a dermatologist, I would um, consult with a dermatologist, especially if the acne is bad. For some um, teenagers and some kids, um, just using the face washes and the different washes are are fine. Like my daughter uses a a face wash, a clindamycin-type gel, and that works well. If it starts to become more significant, more cystic, meaning little pockets or picking Mm -hmm. um, and starting to cause scarring, that's when um, you need more advanced treatment. And actually, we were just talking about the tretinoin, and that family is a vitamin A, excuse me, vitamin A um, derivative. And Accutane, which some of us may have heard of, is a is something that can be used for severe acne. And what that does is essentially wipe out all the skin elements so you don't get acne at all. Now, it has its own set of, of issues. risks, though, It does right? have a lot of risks. Yeah. And so that's something, again, that's where consulting with a dermatologist is is helpful. On the, on the other spectrum, as far as me and my practice, um, there are some things that we can do for acne, such as um, I said, um, using the Retin-A can help if you've got mild acne. Um, some of the peels that we can use as well as the lasers and light therapy that we can use can also be helpful with acne and then also diet and um, basic skincare as well. And the light therapy, um, is that applicable for teenagers? Like say they have, I'm not going to say, but one of mine might have this. Um, he, you know, I don't have acne in my family. No one does. I don't know where it came from. And, um, it's just kind of popping up from, it seems like hormones, but, mm-hmm. I'm panicking because the dermatologist is like, don't do Accutane. Mm-hmm. Let's start with, you know, more mild things. Mm-hmm. Um, but is there is there a laser treatment that you should use with your teenagers or this light therapy? Or or should you just stick with what the dermatologist says? I think it's a little of both. And it's all, all going to depend on the, the person and the family. With a light therapy, the light therapy itself is used to treat um, the actual acne by 
essentially affecting the bacteria that cause the acne. Um, so that's for teenagers. And that can be used, that could be for teenagers as well. Um, Does the, it make it go away? The results are pretty dramatic, and usually the more severe the acne, then that's when I would um, endorse uh, doing that. If it's milder, you can consider it, but it you're probably, I, I don't want to use the word overkill, but it's yeah. probably better just to stick with what the dermatologist has recommended, especially if you're not getting scarring um, from the acne itself. Okay. And then the laser skin resurfacing, that's for people who've had, you know, markings and things. Correct. So, so a little bit older, maybe. Um, I think of this world as, uh, it may sound silly, but a zero entry pool. So at the shallow end, you've got all your normal skincare stuff that we talked about as you kind of wade yeah. in. At the very deep end is where you have surgery. So if you're going to affect the skin, right. you've got facelift, brow lift, all those kind of uh, surgeries. As you get deeper into the pool, now you have things like laser resurfacing, which again is taking off layers of the skin right. in order to allow rejuvenation. Depending on how deep you go determines a few things. One, what's affected. Two, um, your downtime, and then the result and effect that you get. And then that can also, depending on your skin type, affect the result and or potential complications of that. Um, does happen. So yeah, laser resurfacing as a whole is a modality that's used to resurface the skin, just like you might resurface it with a peel or you might resurface it with dermabrasion. Yeah. Laser is a specific modality to help do that. Okay. What's the down, I mean, what's the recovery? What do you, what can you expect? Like you can't be in public for three yeah, weeks probably? So it, again, it depends on how deep you go. So um, one of the devices that we have um, at Uptown uh, the Uptown office is uh, a laser which allows me to tune it to the depth at which we want to treat. So um, we could treat something as superficial as a weekend peel where your downtime is only one to two days and gives you a fresher look. Um, if you have downtime for a week, we can treat a lot deeper. That'll get rid of more fine lines and wrinkles and some of the pigment spots. The really deep resurfacing where you're looking at about 10 days or 10 days or so of kind of this redness and downtime um, are the deeper resurfacing. So again, to think about it, the deeper you go, the more downtime you have. Um, yeah. And so it Shaves really- off like 20 years? Uh, 20s <laughs> probably pushing it. I would probably say you're probably, I tell people about five to seven that's Five to good, seven though. years. Yeah. It, That's pretty Yeah. Amazing. The thing is, people always ask, well, is it permanent? The answer is yes and no. It's permanent from the time we do it, and you continue to age because the alternative to aging, obviously, is not, <laughs> it's right, not right. great. However, you'll always look better than you would have or your peers yeah. at that same age. So. And is there a better, obviously, better time of year? Like we're coming into the fall and winter. That's yeah. a better time of fall, year. Fall, winter is the best time. Again, um, sun exposure being one of the things that can make it very difficult for us to do these treatments and or reverse the treatments that we've done. So the sun and your skin's natural response to the sun is to create this darkening effect. That's where you get a tan yeah, from. Right. And the, um, the molecule in your skin con called melanin is what protects against the sun because of its harmful effects. Well, if we're trying to use laser or light therapy to get through into the skin underneath and you've blocked it with a tan, then it just makes it a little bit more difficult to um, yeah. address. So, yeah, fall, winter is usually the best time okay. to address this. Um, okay, well, let's talk also about uh, laser hair removal. You offer that, right? Yeah, so actually it's the 
the technical term would be permanent hair reduction, and permanent we actually no, <laughs> because the, really the only way to remove the hair per se is to get it out through the yeah, follicle. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the home things, home remedies, like or not home, but other things like electrolysis and um, I can't ever say the word depilatories, the waxing and so on. Um, those will remove the hair from the surface, from kind of the um, deep surface. With the modality that we have, we actually use a light therapy to do that. And what that does is heats up the hair follicle at what's called the bulb down at the base of the hair. And then as the hair goes through its cycle, because hair has a cycle it goes through, and then it grows and it falls out and grows and falls out. Well, as you continue to treat this over several treatments, you get finer and finer hair and less and less hair to the point where the hair is not noticeable anymore. Um, and so we use a light therapy to be able to do that. And the reason the light therapy works is the light will target specifically the pigment in the hair as opposed to your skin. And so there are some limitations in that red hair, gray hair, silver hair can't treat as well as brown or black hair. Or like blonde. And, and yeah, and blonde hair. And if you have darker skin like mine, you're competing with the melanin in your skin and the hair, so that's actually not a great modality for. So it's um, harder. Yeah. And you can get it anywhere on your body, like everywhere. Oh yeah, you can. Again, I'm collarbones up, but yeah, you can right. you can oh, treat obviously <laughs> treat anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so like, I have I mean I have daughters and they're they're all talking about laser hair removal and I'm like you can do that um when you have your job. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. It's it's a definitely effective and I think the most common areas that I see, especially for um, women, is usually the upper lip. Um, well, like with a, peach with fuzz. Like lip, how, yep. how exactly. does that, how, how do you, with light hair, like how do you get that? That's always a, that's always a tough place to be. However, I always offer trying it because um, there are little finer hairs and other things that can be affected um, with the light therapy itself. So I wouldn't say all is lost unless it's just, pure silver or pure gray yeah. on there yeah yeah i feel like i've battled that my whole life because i have light hair and so all of these treatments i'm like <laughs> oh but i mean they're good but yeah. um but no that's good to hear so i also um wanted to talk about one more thing that you have free consultations through end of october right yeah so free consultations at the office through the end of october and um, really just talking about, um, we'll go through your skin, talk about um, a lot of things we mentioned here today, um, go into more depth. I have you, um, we do what's called a skin Fitzpatrick typing, which tells us how your body reacts to the sun. So some people tan always, some people burn, some people, oh, yeah. and that really will help determine the best modality to treat. And then we can look at the menu of services that are available and treat accordingly. So depending on your downtime, depending on what your desires are, um, we can then go through that. And so that whole process takes about 20 to 30 minutes or so. Um, we'll take pictures and the consultations are free and um, we will um, get you looking the way you wanna look. That sounds perfect, sign me up. Um, and perfect timing, too, as we head into fall and winter. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing all of your expertise. And Smarties, our partners at Centa offer comprehensive adult and pediatric eye and ENT care in nearly 20 locations in the Carolinas. And if you'd like to make an appointment, go to centa.com slash appointments. And you can find us daily always on charlottesmartypants.com. Facebook and Instagram at Charlotte Smarty Pants and Twitter at Charlotte Smarty. Thanks so much for listening to our Smarty Podcast. 
you can always join in on the conversation at charlottesmartypants.com. The Smarty Podcast Series is produced by Charlotte Starroom, Charlotte's premier boutique music development and corporate video production studio. Check them out at charlottestarroom.com.